Welcome to Style Zephyr, brought to you by the Alec Bradley Cigar Company, home of cigars like Tempest, Coil, Sanctum, Mondial, and Cigar Aficionado's 2011 Cigar of the Year, the Prensado. Makers of premium cigars since 1996. Live true with Alec Bradley. And now your hosts, Kevin Quinn and Arthur Mingo. So there's a wonderful quote that I found just uh, just somewhat recently by the international fashion designer Karl Lagerfeld. He does this great interview with uh, Mr. Charlie Rose in 2007. And he makes this quote where he says, he loves being with his friends, but if there's anything that he hates among so many other things, he hates being with friends and thinking about the good old days. He hates this because it makes your present secondhand and makes it less important and less special. Uh, as folks might know, Mr. Lagerfeld is an international fashion designer, well-respected, well-adored for his work in his own uh, brand, Karl Lagerfeld, as well as the House of Chanel, as well as the House of Fendi. His career spans 50 years, and um, he's done a multitude of collections, and he's um, admired by other international designers, especially uh, such gentlemen as my own, one of my own personal heroes, Tom Ford. So for all the accolades that Mr. Lagerfeld is going to possess for himself and everything that he's built up for himself, I'm going to have to partially disagree with this quote. Uh, in the last about week and a half, two weeks or so, I recently had the opportunity to finally get out of the store for a little while, and I was able to make it to um, another international phenomenon, you might call it, uh, CPX Sports out in Joliet, Illinois one of the uh, premier paintball fields in the world, more than likely the most commercially well-known field in the Midwest. These guys put on their yearly Living Legends event. Specifically, this was Living Legends 10. This is the 10th year in a row that this amazing event is put on. Uh, some of the you know amazing uh, event, great times by so many people, and having taken sort of an unofficial hiatus from the sport, kind of personal life and career-wise and money-wise, all trying to put my priorities all in a row. Everything else kind of had to take its own little backseat to everything. But at the end of the day, wound up making it out. Got a nice hotel room out there. Managed to crash with my brother. Had a nice, uh, nice dinner out there and managed to go get some late-night tickets to Alien Covenant. I'd give it a 7 out of 10. But I get to run in some of these social circles that are from some of the most kind-hearted, encouraging, and supportive friends that I have ever had. And these are folks from all over the country. These are folks that I maybe get to see at best once, if I'm lucky, twice a year. But we do keep in, in contact in social media in different forms one way or the other. And being able to see these folks and them having uh, full, knowing full well the knowledge of everything that I do as far as my career now, there were some expectations that were put on me when I arrived at this game, which made it for some of the most, uh, most hysterical, most, uh, you know, mild, affectionate, raising ever 
which made it that much better to be back and seeing all these folks. You know, and the, and these are folks from all over. They're from all walks of life, uh, from all you know, uh, financial backgrounds, career backgrounds, and whatnot. And the one thing that I appreciated the most that I really, truly did not see coming, I did not expect it. And even while I was in the middle of this game, in the middle of firefights and gunfights, and walking to these different objectives, because in in scenario games you need to play and accomplish different objectives in order to gain points, which, you know, in turn helps you win the game. But I got approached by so many of these, so many of these folks who had questions and comments for me that were just so, just off the cuff, and like I said, I did not expect it, and even the kind-hearted razzing of, you know, where's your wingtips, where's your bow tie, why aren't I playing in a suit? Uh, it was a great time, and I'm sure at this point you can hear me smiling. But it really got me thinking about the fact that style and fashion and clothing is just so universal that it's one of those things that when you get a, the, sort of the gratification that you do when it comes to, if you want to call what I do social media or digital blogging or um, anything along those lines, you don't really, or at least I don't really, expect to see the instant gratification that you do like you might do when you outfit a customer in some great shoes or some amazing clothing or a killer jacket or you know, give someone the education about a really great piece of clothing. That's instant. That's It's right there. Like you're, The nature of fashion is to help another person to create a better version of themselves that they did not know could have existed. Sometimes it costs a little bit. Sometimes it costs a lot. It just depends on your respective budget and so on and so forth. So in, in seeing all these friends and all these loved ones of mine, if they were if someone was not raising me about something about you know just joking nature and in between hugs and handshakes and everything else if they weren't raising me or giving me a hard time about something all of these folks were asking me questions about something that intrigued them and had questions for me and again i did not see this coming i wasn't prepared for it and i was beyond Grateful. I was beyond appreciative that what I can kind of more or less compare it to are the folks who I kind of consider the folks who become, you know, executive chefs and sous chefs. They become professional chefs versus a well seasoned cook. Um, these are folks who have a passion for something and rather than just simply cooking for a family or cooking for yourself or cooking for a hobby, these are the folks who want to take it to another level and just dig so beyond deep that they, you know, whether they travel overseas or become an executive chef or a sous chef in a major uh, city like a New York or an LA or Chicago, or whatever the case might be. But they take it to such an extent that these are amazing people that you can learn from it and become resources. And this is something that I have made into such an enormous priority in my work. Even if I didn't sell suits in my store, which we don't, I can at least fit you. I can give you measure. I can give you measurements. Excuse me. 
Uh, I sometimes will carry a tape measure. Sometimes I can just kind of off the cuff guess what your certain shoulder might be or what your hips might be or your arm length, whatnot, and then kind of go from there as far as even a shirt size. And even then, it's a matter of, you know, a jacket can be altered to look like this or like that. Or, you know, if you're paying a certain amount of money for what your product is, you know, are you getting the bigger bang for your buck and can you make it alterable? You know, it might be the difference between a $5,000 crushed velvet peak lapeled, uh, beautiful a dinner jacket and a very simple navy blue blazer with very nicely accented uh, buttonholes on the cuffs as well as on the lapel that you might have gotten for $30 that was marked down from $300 on the Kohl's clearance rack. And there's nothing wrong with that. But these are folks, like I said, from all backgrounds. And when you start to see and hear what you really don't expect to hear or or witness in front of you from what you do, I had people out there asking me on the field, hey, I paid this much for this suit from this maker, from this business. Was this a good suit? Hey, you know, hey, Kevlar, um, affectionately known as my call sign in paintball, um, where can I get a good size shirt? Because I've gone to the gym, gained some weight, you know, puts, uh, you know, put a more couple more inches on the uh, on the gun show on the on the twenty four inch pythons. Where the hell can I get a good sized fit? Or, you know, a certain friend of mine who his family uh, is involved in dog shows and might have, might have needed a certain style or a certain pair of shoes and kind of pulls you to the side and say, hey, says, hey, um, you know where I might be able to get some of these guys? You know, a couple of years ago, I had a pair of these guys, and I really, really enjoyed them, and now for the freaking life of me, I can't find them anywhere, so where the hell can I find these? You know, to how do you tie a bow tie? Or, you know, what's more acceptable, uh, you know, for friends of mine that are heavily involved in the uh, IT and digital security industries? what's more practical for them whether it was a you know where can they get a good fit reasonably priced polo and a nice pair of khakis whether they're dockers or what have you a nice pair of uh you know slim cut chinos anything else like that and even then at the end of the day it might be a matter of the weather you know would you like to go linen would you like to go wool would you like to go cashmere whatever the case might be so overall, you know, this was an amazing experience because it's, you know, people that, when everybody's just kind of in the woodwork, you know, because everybody's got lives, um, as much more heavily invested in paintball as I had used to be in the previous years, um, you know, whether you had start a family or start a new career or maybe the, unfortunately, the latter, maybe the career falls apart or family issues or um, complications like that and then the next thing you know you're on a budget or maybe you're something happens in your lifestyle where either something is lost or with the economy something happens and you need to downgrade but yet you still need a certain something to you get you through something so you know again in regards to paintball and and even then for paintball there are so many more talented people out there because is as the economy has taken its hits on the industry, there are people out there who are plenty talented that are ready and willing to, you know, 
work out something incredible, something unique to you, something name-dropping true to you, something that's going to be individual to you. So for all these all these amazing jersey makers, Travis Meserol, good friend of mine, um, great guy, incredibly talented, uh, recently designed my personal Midway Militia jersey that I had designed. You've got Forgotten Muse, you've got Raza, you've got uh, HK Army. So many of these different manufacturers are going to have their own spin on what they consider to be their unique look, their unique uh, style, their cut, their fit. How does it wash? How does it, you know, does it shrink? How does it work with padding, UV protection? How about weathering materials? All these different things are going to play such a huge role in it. And even that in of itself, paintball has its own style. And that's another thing that I like about it. And even having gotten used to wearing over the last few years, you know, more tournament style grade clothing from pants and um, harnesses and jerseys and whatnot. These are all things that you kind of play, you know, put into put into play. And even having my jersey designed, I thought, okay, I wanted to simulate a uh, a broken up silhouette of camouflage across a a, a shoulder. So kind of taking my shoulder and my, my upper body and my upper abdominal silhouette into, into account, how can I manipulate that for the sake of playing on the field? Because I really don't believe in camouflage all that much in paintball for the, at this point. So what's at least functional and can also at least look good on, the, on and off the field? And then not to mention there's also the, the idea of designing some casual wear because I've got some t-shirts on the way. So in itself, and, and paintball is a very niche industry, and it's gotten smaller in the last few years, whether it's a matter of a company going under or uh, one company acquiring another, paintball is going to have its own style. And even then, kind of going back to the main point here, is that there's just so many different types of people out there with different budgets, different needs, different wants, but again, what was more gratifying and much more rewarding was hearing from all of these people who said, hey, like this is something that I can finally maybe if, if I was this person, but maybe, um, you know, someone that they could finally ask about it, maybe somebody that they can finally talk to and answer questions. And having heard that and gotten getting all of this kind of treatment and these kind of inquiries from somewhere that's outside of, you know, my brick and mortar walls in the middle of a gunfight and, you know, a, a friend of mine asking me, hey, like, where's your bow tie? Just in the middle of everything going on and telling her at that time after a good laugh that I didn't need her shit. It was a good time. It was a very good time. I'm going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break on this guy. Style Zephyr, once again, is being brought to you proudly by Alec Bradley Cigar Companies. Alec Bradley, named after the founder and uh, owner Alan Rubin's kids, both Alec and Bradley. They are an American cigar company based in Florida with over 20 years in the cigar industry with incredible lines such as the 2011 Cigar of the Year by Cigar Aficionado, the Prensado, as well as the Black Market 